welcome to HR and Flaws Weekly Podcast. This week, Neville will be catching up with Bettina and Jane from VWV, the law firm. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us today. Can you please give us a little bit of background on yourselves and the company? So today you're hearing from Phil Wasbam, a full service law firm with offices in Birmingham, Bristol, London and Watford. And we specialise in advising and supporting the higher education sector. We're very privileged to work with many universities in England and Wales. And you're hearing from Jane Byford, Tina Rigg. We're both employment lawyers who have advised clients in the higher education sector for many years. Thank you. Here we are very conscious of the teaching excellence framework relating to universities. Could you just give us a quick overview of its scope, its status and the timescales involved? The teaching excellence framework, known as the TEF, was introduced in the Higher Education White Paper published in May 2016 and is currently being implemented. Whilst the research quality of universities has been measured for years through the research excellence framework, teaching quality hasn't been measured in a similar way. The TEF is one of the measures designed to give increased information to students to enable them to decide what they study where. Originally, it was the intention of the government to link the ability of universities to charge higher tuition fees to teaching quality by means of provisions in the Higher Education and Research Bill, but this has changed. So year one of the TEF has already happened, and all providers with a satisfactory quality assessment were automatically allowed to raise their fees for 2017 in line with inflation to £9,250. Year two of the TEF is happening now and involves an institutional assessment and an award of gold, silver or bronze. All universities achieving bronze or above will be able to raise their fees in line with inflation for 2018-19. In due course, it was anticipated that there would be individual subject assessments and awards as well. The intention then was that these awards would be used in year three of the TEF to inform differentiated fees. And the idea was that all providers achieving a rating of gold, silver or bronze would be able to charge an inflationary uplift, but only those with gold and silver would be able to charge fees in line with 100% inflation. Those with bronze would be limited to 50% of inflation. However, on the 6th of March 2017, the House of Lords voted for an amendment which would cut the link between TEF and undergraduate tuition fee rises in year three and beyond. This became more significant following the announcement of the general election. Uh, And then quite unexpectedly, on the 27th of April, the government announced that it had agreed to delay the introduction of measures that would link the TEF to differentiated tuition fees until an independent review of the metrics used in the TEF is completed in 2018. The Minister has said that the link between differentiated TEF ratings and tuition fee caps will not come in for more than three years. So whilst the financial impact of success in the TEF has gone away for the moment, the TEF outcomes will still be very important in terms of reputation and the ability to attract students. Thanks. Certainly something different for universities to consider there. What would you say is the biggest challenges associated with this? Teaching has been seen as a poor relation to research at many research intensive universities for many years. But the introduction of the TEF means there needs to be a cultural shift with teaching being given increased priority. I think the challenges for university in relation to the TEF are firstly in relation to academic contracts. Most full-time academics are employed on three-legged contracts which involve research, teaching and administration. And recruitment and promotion criteria are very much based around those three legs of the contract. But often the focus is more on research than on teaching. 
And I think the TEF means it's going to be more important to assess teaching quality at every stage, be that at recruitment, during personal development reviews and during promotion. Thank you. Let's consider a little bit more widely in terms of challenges. I understand you'll be attending the UHR conference in Newcastle on May 9th. What do you expect to be the hot topics? The theme of the UHR conference this year is to reconcile multiple objectives and changing expectations. And I think there are going to be three hot topics. Firstly is the challenges managing often competing objectives from different stakeholders. The second is the changing nature of academic contracts with the introduction of the TEF. And the third is building resilience in a time of huge change. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Bettina. That was incredibly useful and very insightful. Now, over to Neville to talk about the LBD and how it relates perfectly to helping universities with all of the topics we've discussed. Yes, thank you, Jane. Thank you, Bettina. The system looks at and explores levels of engagement, culture and resilience, all of which are very, very important to have clarified before even tackling any of the performance issues. The system then looks at performance and talent and succession in a way that's going to be really, really helpful in meeting the evidence requirements for TEF. It can be cut and designed to fit the performance expectations of all types of teaching-related roles in the organisation to meet the requirements of TEF, but also to help the university achieve what it wants to achieve. So we've designed the LBD system with meeting the TEF requirements and meeting the requirements of the university specifically in mind. So hopefully you'll see that. Just give us a call for a demonstration on the usual number 01280 823 702 or contact us on strategy at hrinflow.com. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful week.